We'll get this. We'll get it. We're gonna get there someday. We're gonna do it. Someday this is gonna be a professional place to be. <laughs> our, our podcast is gonna actually have that. Anyway, all right, let's start with them. Welcome back to All Things Acura. I'm Matt. And I'm Justin. And I think we can say welcome back now because I, I think we can. we're a year in and hopefully, thank you everyone who has been watching, leaving comments um, on some of our videos and everything. So it's been awesome, so we appreciate it. And I think the last video or last podcast we had, we talked about the year in, in review. Yeah, we kind of wrapped up things. Uh, yeah. What happened in 22 and Acura's role in the good and bad right. 22. And I think, so obviously we were through that. So you hadn't had a, if you haven't had a chance to check that one out, um, that's what that one's all about. So check that one out. But uh, on to new, bigger and better things. So a couple really big uh, news items that came out at early this year already. Um, and I know we kind of wanted to talk about those things that came out. And hopefully by the time we get this out, it's are not you, old Are you talking news. about NAC toy? We're talking about NAC toy, which everyone knows what that is, obviously, with the acronyms in the auto industry. <laughs> Do they really say NAC toy? No. And no one says Teggy, so, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so it's it's six and one. Um, and then the other thing was the big race that just happened. If you're not familiar, the Rolex uh, 24. 24 hours at Daytona. At Daytona. So that was a big deal. And so I think we were going to lead off with that. But we do want to talk about, which I'll, we'll tell you what Nactoy is. Nactoy is the North American car of the, car or truck, right? Of car, the year. Of the year. Yeah. Right, I think that's a T. Is that car, the Car, truck, utility. But they the don't year. have the, okay. What's the O? <laughs> I think I think they never changed the acronym okay. over the years. It used oh, to just be okay. car and truck. And now oh, it's car I don't even truck think utility. about that. I'm like, oh, we have this here. Oh, it does say North American car, truck, and utility vehicle of the year. So, um, some news regarding that, and that's kind of going to be the main part of this episode is is talking you, about. You're not going to tell them. I'm not going to tell them that. No, I'm not going to say what happened. I'm sure they already know what happened. Everyone knows what happened. But anyway, the first thing was the race that just happened. Acura finished one and two. In the Rolex 24, which is awesome. Yeah, so. First race of the season mm -hmm. and using new technology. So it is a hybrid. Yes. Racing's gone hybrid. Yeah, and that is this was the first year it was allowed. And I think this technology had existed. Well, it's, it's existed for a while, but they haven't obviously implemented it into the sporting racing world, which I know Justin and I aren't, you know, we don't keep up with that as much as we know. Yeah, we're should. probably not race. Um, <laughs> Followers as much as we, yeah, we do enjoy watching a, a good race, but I don't know that we follow the sport like, I mean, probably a lot of, a lot yeah. of people do. And we should get Rick in here because Rick, um, one of our fellow associates here, he's the one that tells us all about it, right? He's the one that's always on top of it, making sure we're up to date on that. And, and to his point, there's a lot of good that comes out of this whole thing, out of the racing thing. There's a reason. Well, especially this race. This, yeah. That's what I love about this race. Yep. If there's anything in the racing world I like is the endurance factor of it. I mean, 24 hours yeah. it's, of racing. It's I pretty mean, grueling. That's incredible. Yeah. And then you talk about you know the technology, that the new technology that's involved. And it, obviously, uh, some manufacturers... Uh, Porsche and, and yeah. uh, who, for, it was Porsche and um, uh, Porsche Cadillac is a big contender. Cadillac yeah. and um, BMW was BMW was in there. Um, and I know that you know they had some struggles during the race, and yeah. that's um, Acura with their 
tried and true engineering kind of came through on that. Yeah, it was kind of, it was real, super interesting because like, as you kind of read into it, and again, Rick did a really great job of letting us know what it was all about. So it was, the interesting thing was Acura used, and again, sorry to anyone who's not like a race, <laughs> race person out there, but the important part is that a lot of this parlays into our vehicles as far as like the endurance, the, you know, the, the longevity of our vehicles, things like that, some of the technology. That goes yeah, along with that. Acura is in it for the engineering side of it. Correct. You know, obviously there's some PR that goes along with being in the racing and, yeah. and, and winning and, and winning and saying you won, yeah. and, which they do an awesome job with. Um, but winning this race three years in a row really speaks to their engineering and, and how they try to translate that into the vehicles is yeah. really more importantly. And that's what I always thought about racing. That's probably why I never followed it as closely that's as right, I should. Because we had this conversation <laughs> yeah. a little bit. Is that very little translates to the car, like mm -hmm. to real people. In yeah. other words, you know, the car, it's not the same car that you can go out and get in your garage yeah. and, and go to work in. I mean, it's, a, it's not the same stuff. So that's hard for people to wrap their head around. I think racing would be more successful. No, I'm going to get way. I hear the booze <laughs> coming. Racing would be more successful in the in the average consumer's mind if it was that car that was in their garage being raced uh, yeah, at some like, type of level. Like literally that car yeah. behind me. And that's what's so interesting. And, you know, we talked about that, how it doesn't, it's, I guess it parlays to a certain extent, but maybe not to the extent that you want to. And I think it does, you, you have a disconnect between the consumer and racing. And I think that's a big part of it is that they don't have that connection, that emotional connection to what, you know, they're driving sure. to, what they're that's, seeing yeah, racing. I think that's, I think that's yeah. the missing in the whole thing. Right. But to their credit, they're, they're, they're looking at future engineering and technologies yeah. that, you know, they're trying to improve or advance more so than here's what's on the road today. Right, you know, right. And one of the really interesting things about this race was the, the Acura, the ARX that we use. Um, again, it's a hybrid. What I think every manufacturer used, I don't know if there was one, I don't know if I looked it up of any that were not using a, some type of hybrid, hybrid technology. Yeah. Obviously, I'm sure that's how you keep up with the Joneses. Everyone's kind of developed that. But we were using a pretty small V6. I think it's 2.4 liters, what I just read, um, which is crazy to have that because the other manufacturers are using, you know, V8s or V12s right. uh, in some cases that are. So it's kind of it's kind of wild to, to have this car have such a small engine, but still produce a the power that it needs and the longevity. I mean, I, I kind of feel like the smaller the engine, the harder it technically might have to work. Right. You know, but uh, well, who knows? and you know, there's a, a gazillion things that go into that formula, especially a 24-hour race yeah. to to get to, to not only have the car survive, but the best fuel economy and vice versa, and the power to weight ratio and everything that goes into it. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting though when you when everybody looks at at that racing, they're allowed to use those different powertrains that differently and, and be that creative. Right. And I think you look at sports like you know, maybe NASCAR, where yeah. it, you know, they're pretty cookie cutter. Sure, can they yeah. change a couple things here and there, but, you know, the cars essentially, other than the stickers, are all the same, and, and the powertrains <laughs> right. are, are similar, other right. than they have a different brand on them, and, you know. Yeah, if they're even that car anymore, and that's like, right. you know, that's the disconnect. And the cool thing was that this car was, uh, and which I, I guess I kind of assume some of this, but once you read it, you're like, oh, I guess that does make sense. Um, that engine was designed and engineered by the HPD or Honda Performance Development Team in Marysville, Ohio here. So again, yeah, really. The race, um, the team that won yeah. is also from Ohio too. Uh, is the whole team from Ohio? Yeah. Or just, well, the, oh, yeah, oh the I got team you, yeah, the was, team, yeah. Yeah, yeah Shank uh, Racing, <laughs> Meyer Shank yeah. is located here in Ohio. and. That probably irritates some people out there in the world. <laughs> right. Lonely little Ohio <laughs> right. coming up with a uh, 
winning racing formula. Yeah, so. and I, I'm, I'm sure we didn't want to necessarily talk that long about the race itself, but I well, thought it was important to bring up. But and, it's a good transition because yeah. the pace car for yeah. the race was? It was a, it was the Integra. A taggy. Not just any. <laughs> the Type S. The Type S. Still in its camouflage. Yes. Still they did not take that camouflage wrapper off. I think they really like that one because they've... Maybe that's going to be a color you can order when it comes right. out. Just yeah. the, the camouflage. I had, I had someone <laughs> seen the picture the other day and they say, I really like that wrap on that car. And I'm like... Oh, someone well, said that? It says yeah. Type S all over it. I know. Okay. Well, I think yeah. that's what they thought was neat. Yeah. <laughs> they thought that part... I, Maybe you know, they should make that like a, a seat cover or something you can buy. <laughs> right. Maybe something like that. Yeah. Some kind of... Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that is something that is obviously super cool. I, I wish they would just take the wrap off. Now, I know. Now that, they, right. now that you For said that, race, I'm like... I'm like... It's a, it's, a, it's a race that, you know... Most, obviously, race fans are going to be watching it. I think sometimes you have those fringe fans or the people that are on the edge of racing that probably tune well, in. Wrap it differently or something. Maybe maybe make it, you know, do something that different than what... Yeah. They kind of showed us the car they've already showed us. I That's mean, I true. Don't, I don't know that... Yeah. And I didn't watch the race enough to see the car on the track, right. so I didn't yeah. get any more vibe. I think you could see a little bit more of the detail. I mean, like, the fender yeah. flares that we weren't sure if it had, it looks like it definitely has them. Right. Now... That's under the wrap. It's concept still. We still don't know how the car's gonna come yeah. out. It's amazing how those those wraps like hide the lines so well. Like obviously that's part of that. You're not getting like the same picture like when you have a one color vehicle. But anyway, I I, I, I will say one thing about the Type S <laughs> Integra. Since we're, since everybody that's the hot topic everybody always wants to know about. <laughs> I will say that you know I I heard some numbers of you know that it might be a little more limited than we think. Unfortunately, oh, okay. I was I, did I was not know that. I was thinking that you know we'd see a pretty decent volume of those. In other words, kind of like the yeah, TLX like Type S or the MDX Type S. But it sounds that you know they're getting a little pushback from the Honda side that because of the how close it is to that car that this might be okay. more limited than we think. That's news. I mean, that's I didn't so, know that. We'll see how that plays out. I don't yeah. I don't know, but I, I was talking with one you know our accurate rep, and and they just didn't think that there would be that much availability of this car, and I'm like. Really? I kind of yeah. was thinking the other way. Boy, <laughs> that, so, that's a whole other. They don't have any insight uh, on it any more yeah. than anybody, but they just thought it would be a little more hard to get. Well, I, obviously the TLX kind of the Type S TLX has its own place. There's not a Honda competitor to that vehicle, so yeah, I mean, I, I guess that makes sense. I mean, I think you know originally, and not to get off topic here, but the TLX Type S, I think they were originally it said about twenty percent. Of what we're yeah. supposed to be selling, yeah. which so they, is probably yeah, about right. High expectations. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a good that's a yeah. chunk of cars yep. for that performance segment. So, yeah. Um, yeah anyways, we'll neck toy. So yeah. So it also. <laughs> so moving on to that. So this was something that you know I think originally. So again, the North American Car of the Year. Obviously, as you probably know by now, the Acura Integra was the winner of that. And I think at first when we saw that, I had a a slight brush it under the rug type of mentality you know awards are great it's nice to have that but you know you always hear these north american cars of the years and then we never really expand upon that right well i <laughs> guess it just depends whether it's your car that's winning or not then, oh, right? that's your might be a piece right. of it that's but a piece of that there are sure. a lot of awards out there yes. i think every automobile magazine yeah. does their own award whether that be car and driver motor trend yeah. you know there's the auto show awards there's the North American Car of the Year Awards. There's the There's, one that they hand out to everyone, which is the yeah, J.D. Power the Awards. Participation <laughs> Awards. I mean, J.D. Power yeah, Awards. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, so, like, 
there's so many awards. You kind of which one do you hold at a higher uh, esteem than others? I mean, I was a little bit of the of the yeah. What's that really mean? Type. You yeah, know? that's how I felt too. I I just didn't feel like. You know, and like you said, I think it gets watered down when you have so many different awards. It's like, okay, which one holds more meaning? And I'm saying that, like, from a consumer standpoint, like, do I use that tool or that information to say, hey, I should, you know, maybe look into this car because obviously it won some awards. But then, you know, you have a lot of other cars, and we'll go through this list in a second here, but um, a lot of other cars that win awards, like initial, you know, initial quality awards, and then they end up being not so great. So it's like, okay, which, like you said, which one should weigh heavier? I, and who knows? But, um, you know, this one, and as we kind of dug into this, it was, we found some interesting information, I thought, so. Yeah, there were 47 uh, cars and trucks. And so to be eligible for the award, mm -hmm. it is a timely award. So your car has to be either brand new to the marketplace, yep. like it never been made before, or a complete or major redesign of a current model. So it does limit the field pretty quickly. Yeah. You know, depending on the year, and I know we look back at some of the past winners, you know, during COVID, there were very few cars. Matter of fact, the one category had very few cars in it, and you said, well, that's who won it. Well, they didn't have much to pick from. Right, right exactly. So, um, so that does come up. <laughs> we're calling a timeout. Yeah, okay, yeah. moving on. <laughs> so, that depending on how many are released in that time, now there are 47 last year is that total um, between year. all the cars trucks and SUVs? yeah, okay, yeah total so that's, total across yeah. the board that qualified mm -hmm. for this award so they take 47 of those cars they put them in the hands of automotive journalists a yeah. select uh, group of automotive journalists and it sounds like there's a pretty big group but it's 50. well it says 50, 50 but then as we go and i don't mean to get, jump ahead here but it says total votes 174 for the integra so what does that mean? <laughs> so Wow, they each get three votes for each cat. I mean, that is weird. I, I don't know. I mean, this is, and again, this is funny. And the reason we wanted to, we started diving into this and we realized there's more to like kind of look into here than just, you know, hey, we won a cool award. On so North American it's 147 votes. Uh, how many? I don't know. <laughs> we can make, do you want to? So the, what started some of this conversation when we, when the award came out is I said, well, Integra is a great car. Don't don't right. beat me up over this. But is it is it worth the award? Did it really win the category of car of the year? Yeah, of car of the year. That's a I mean that's a big category. Now again, I know it's only for cars that were you know re new cars or redesigned cars, so it does limit that field pretty quick. But then like does, uh, to what merit does that wear award have for that car? Because we like we love the Integra, right? For a lot of reasons. Is it? A better car or more of a, a car to win that award over right. the list here. Right. So, so the, here's the list: uh, Acura Integra, and these are alphabetical, so they're not we're not any bias. BMW i4 E Drive 40i. Mm -hmm. Wow. Talk about alphabet soup. They're getting a little crazy. <laughs> BMW right. i4 M50i. Mm -hmm. Genesis G80, Genesis G90. Really weird. The Genesis redesigned or had a major makeover of two different vehicles. I, yeah. don't, I don't know much about that lineup. I feel like those so. just came out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Maserati MC20, Mercedes C-Class, Mercedes EQE, Nissan Z, Porsche Cayman, GT4 RS, Porsche 911 GTS, Subaru WRX, Toyota GR3, 
Corolla. So it's a list of 13 cars. That's a pretty good class of cars. <laughs> right. I think um, that's what we saw that. We we're like, I, th there's Porsches on there. My, I mean, Mercedes, BMWs. I know. know. I know. Uh, you know, just all, at, at a glance, you know, and I said to Matt, though, mm -hmm. I said, well, the Nissan Z is a pretty iconic car. And I think they did a pretty good job with that. How does the Integra just walk away from that car being on the list? I'm not a Nissan Z fanatic by any means, but you're bringing back a car that has not been redesigned in years, has quite the legacy, and it is just quite the legacy. Car. Like really a lot. Yeah, and go ahead. Uh, Subaru <laughs> so. WRX has always been a hot one in that category. I know they've uh, there's been so a lot of haters on that new one. Mm. I, I, I can see that. Um, but also, I'll just point out another one on the list that kind of stands out is that Mercedes EQE. And not that I'm hugely in favor of any Mercedes product um, mm. per se, and, and nothing wrong with them. Mm -hmm. they, they make a great car. Yeah. But that's a, kind of a new car, car in that category for that brand. Yeah. And I, I think that, it, to me, it kind of and it means pushed, more in the marketplace maybe so, than that. Yeah, and it right. pushes the boundaries on that newer technology. Um, and, you know, it's kind of funny because that, that car, I, I don't know a lot about some of these other ones like the BMWs or even those Porsches necessarily. But, like, that car is kind of like where I imagine we should be right now in terms of, not accurate itself, but in terms of cars available out there. That Mercedes EQE is pretty advanced as far as that goes. And it's kind of like the what's what you might expect a car to be now. Now, the Nissan Z is on the other spectrum. The Nissan Z reminds me of how the Integra is with regards to, you know, you have people with this, the old stigma of like, hey, I want this old type of, you know, sportier car. And like you said, the legacy with the Nissan Z is there. And not that I'm a... Like, hey, I have to go, you know, I'm not a Nissan fan to, you know, at all. But obviously that car, it holds a lot of water, so. Yeah, so I think we were kind of surprised on just how that, you yeah. know, how, how they picked that car. Now, I think a lot of it has to do with when you bring back a nameplate that was, had such a, a storied history. Yeah. Uh, it, and bring it back that, that it still holds a, a piece in everybody's heart. And <laughs> interesting, I, I noticed that looking back through some of the older winners. Oh, yeah. That, that the uh, value was a big piece of this, which yes. is surprising because I think a lot of the, these awards are just given to what they feel is the best, not the best be overall because of all the different things it does, right. just because it's the best in that. Yeah, and they, they, they don't really talk about means. like the requirements here. You know, I think we tried looking through a lot of the stuff, even on the you know, NACTOY or North America Car of the Year's website to see you know, obviously we know what's eligible, you know, to know that part, but like, what are they judging the vehicle on? And there's nothing, there's nothing that really talks about that, at least that we saw. So it's kind of like, okay, well, maybe it is, it's a very much an overall award. And I think maybe it's a more important award. Now, as we go back through the years, we saw some cars were like, uh, you know, how'd that car win <laughs> North American car of the year? There's a whole website that goes back, you know, all the way back to when it, it first started, which I think it said like 1994 or something like that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, we love the Integra. We think it's a great car. I just wonder, you know, obviously, and I, I highlighted this quote because it says, uh, this year is unprecedented variety of vehicle on sale today, which there is a, quite a variety of vehicle in terms of not only brand, but like what they each offer, including reborn models of iconic nameplates. Um, so I thought that was interesting that they highlighted that, or at least I well, highlighted yeah, that. Yeah, and that's kind of <laughs> jumps out of the page on both yeah. those cars. Uh, that the R's, the Integra, and the Nissan Z. So interesting that they picked the Integra. But you know, probably I think when you boil it down, it's the most 
It's, a, it's a, such a well-rounded car. Forget mm. about the price point stuff, but it's 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 more closer to reality for most people than some of the maybe the other cars on the list. You know, yeah, the average most of us as average consumers, there's some of these cars that we're just never going to own, right? right? And whereas right. The Integra, I have, it could be in a lot of garages. Yeah, right? oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. And, and like you were talking about before, I know we have, well, Justin has this grandiose idea about, you know, how things should look. But yeah, like, you know, there's a, some price point between twenty dollars and $100,000 that, you know, most of us are going to be buying those cars Maybe even eighty thousand dollars. I don't know, um, but that's that's how most of us are be, are buying cars. We're looking at cars in that price point, and there's only I don't know a handful of those cars that are probably in that realm. I, obviously, I think some of them are on the higher tier of that, like the sixty to eighty realm. But like obviously, the Integra is under forty, and I think the Nissan Z is over forty. Obviously, the WRX is under forty for the most part, and uh, I don't know how much the, the GR Corolla is, but yeah, I don't know. You know, and obviously that that goes back to the whole value proposition of like, how much? What am I getting for the value of my car? Like, what is what does that look like? And I think maybe that's where the Integra shined here. So they do drive the cars too. You know, yeah, that's they, part they, of that. they so. go through. Uh, they get time with each one of the, each of the cars, and they get to put it through its paces, and uh, so they 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 go through a pretty extensive process. Uh, they narrow it down to three cars in each category, and then they then they go out and and uh, and review each one of those cars. To come up with the initial the the utility vehicle of the year there were 31 mm -hmm. um vehicles which was a pretty long list shockingly how many of those are uh, electric it was incredible and i know that that will be moving forward that's a uh, well it says 19 electric vehicles yeah. that's the highest number ever and truck of the year was electric and so was utility of the year so yeah. the f-150 lightning in the truck category now uh, I didn't see the whole list of trucks that qualify, but it only shows three. <laughs> I think so, that's, it narrows it down. They they have their list, and I think they narrow it down to like the top contenders. I think. Well, that's and how I, they do it in the categories, sure. each category. But maybe there were only three trucks that were either all brand new, yeah, that could or be. a bigger redesign. So. And then utility of the uh, vehicle of the year, which again that list goes, you know, it's pretty extensive. Again. There's a lot of cars you could pick from there and be like, that's a nice car. That's a great car. Why, how did that not win? And we have the Kia EV6 that won that category. And again, that kind of makes me feel like there's a value proposition there. You know? I, I think and, you're uh, right. As you look down through the list, you know, yeah. Honda, you know, really coming out strong with three new SUVs, CRV, HRV, and Pilot. So they all were thrown into this yeah. year. Now, next year, those vehicles won't be on this playing field right, right. yeah and so they all lost out to the kia ev6 yeah um toyotas are on there subaru with their solterra you know so all I, of cars, it seems so. like the value and maybe just the accessibility of the, your average person to some of those not that the hondas are not good values or accessibility but but that kia ev6 i think one of the big pieces of that car that's a, very attractive is that it's probably one of the lower priced I'm yeah. a fairly good-looking yeah, electric vehicle sure. that that that's accessible. You know, a Tesla is not accessible for everybody. You right. know, when you start for, for an SUV, I know right. their car is like yeah. forty something thousand. But again, you know, it's just, it's such an interesting market right now. And I think uh, obviously we we weren't trying to hate on the Integra here. You know, that's not a big piece of that. But you know, something we do want to talk about in future episodes. That is something that we're going to start kind of doing is you know giving. I know we're a dealership and I know, you know, our opinion, it is biased to an extent, 
But I think something that you don't see out there and what we would like to try to do is kind of give our two cents on our vehicles. Um, you know, how they compare to other vehicles in the market, uh, how, you know, things that we think about them, whether it's good, bad, or ugly, whatever the case might be. I think our goal, because every car, no car is perfect, and sure. every car has its flaws, and every car has something that you said, oh, I wish they would just do this, or I wish they would just do that. It doesn't matter what it is, you're going to be looking at that stuff as a consumer, and our goal is to do that. Is to yeah, make sure. I think we can provide some value in, in customer feedback. Yeah. Here, here's what customers are telling us about these cars, whether they bought them or didn't buy them. And uh, I know we're, we're going to jump into the MDX first, and that'll probably be the next episode you guys hear. And we're going to talk about the MDX and what customers have told us that have bought the car. And also the people that maybe said, no, this one's not for me. Yeah. And this is why. Right. And hopefully that can help you, um, whether you have one or you're thinking about getting yeah. one down the road, that, you know, just get a, this is your opinion. Because there's things about cars that mean different things to different people. Yep. You know, we're, and we'll use the example of some features. And I'll... I have all kinds of features that you guys as consumers just absolutely love. And being in the industry, I hate, yeah, right? That's so, absolutely right, yeah. Right? So yeah. it's funny how that yeah. they just mean different things to different people. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a perspective that we look to provide is, and you know, Justin brought that up earlier as we were having a little discussion about like our podcast is the fact that, hey, that's something that when you go and Google or YouTube reviews of vehicles, you're getting kind of a, um, a one-dimensional look at that car. It's basically that person's opinion of the car. Now, a lot of times, you know, whether it be uh, Alex on autos, he does a great job because he stays, he just kind of talks about yeah, very, the car. Very neutral. Pretty dry, very, yeah, neutral, very neutral, which is fine. Which is, but there's not that outside or secondary perspective that I think that, like, and again, we're willing to provide, like, you know, what are customers telling us? What, are, what do we see? Like, stuff that we see in the auto industry that, like you said, people think, I have to have that specific feature. And in reality, most people don't use it or they don't like right. it. So um, that's that's kind of what we want to do over the next couple. So so stay tuned. We got some good stuff, you know, coming up here. Uh, I'm super excited about that little you know this whole part of the project because I think that's something that I think that's exciting for us that to talk about the vehicles in a way that is I think as transparent and honest as possible. So sure, I think it's it'll be a new take on just trying to provide information, just trying to provide a little deeper maybe level of yeah. of what we know and what we see in here. Um, and that's kind of really the whole idea behind the show is, is you get our perspective from the inside. Yep. And um, we're just trying to think of a good way to get it out to you. Yeah, exactly. And we also don't want the next uh, title to say Integra on it. So Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Integi. But so, it's you, time to talk about the rest of the lineup. It's time to move on. You're, you, you won your award. Let's move on. Yeah. Actually, they won two awards. You won the, the engine award, too. Remember that? Yeah. It just... It just keeps going. It's just great, going. great stuff here at Acura. So again, thank you everyone so much for watching. Um, make sure to like and subscribe. Follow us on YouTube. We do have our podcast on Spotify too. So I, I know it's on all the podcasts. yeah, all, all Spotify, Apple, uh, Apple Google. Uh, what's the Amazon? Amazon. I'm not sure what the Amazon one's called. It's just Amazon. Maybe it's just Amazon, Amazon. podcast. I don't. And the only reason I bring that up is because we. I don't know if we could see how many viewers, listeners, or viewers we have on those other ones. But uh, we thank you so much for watching on YouTube. But uh, those other resources are great as well. If you're listening in the car, whatever it might be, so check it out there as well. Um, thank you again so much. Uh, we look forward to seeing you guys next time. Thank you so much and have a good night. See you soon. Mm -hmm.